I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Welcome. It is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Here we are uh, talking about the Supreme Court to take out Biden, Harris, and 350 plus members of Congress. Is that possible? Well, that's a Supreme Court case that got docketed for a second time. It's from a different brother of the Brunsons. But we have Lloyd Brunson coming on live here at the bottom of the hour. Um, how exciting is that as we dig into uh, possibilities that uh, the Lord could use to completely change things in a, in a huge and mighty way. So we'll be talking about that again. That's uh, Justice Thomas here in the background, and he uh, is soon to become, I believe, the Chief Justice after uh, some of the, the, the Supreme Court is cleaned out. So it's unlikely to happen why we'll have Roberts as the Chief Justice, but we can, you know, we will see how quickly God changes things. But I didn't want to get into other uh, stuff before Loy comes on. It's really important to understand how this case works and how important it is for us to just uh, write a quick letter. And that's something that uh, now they've automated to where it makes it a lot easier uh, for you to not have to take the time to actually do all this. And it's, I think you're gonna really enjoy, enjoy it. So let's dig into this now as we get into uh, some other news first though. But thank you for, for those that I see a bunch of people on Rumble Rants, others on the, uh, the Facebook as well as backstage. I appreciate you all. I appreciate uh, um, everyone that's coming on also internationally, which is kind of exciting, exciting, uh, I, I guess, uh, part of what this ministry's become with people from Sweden and people from England and people from Australia and people from Canada. It's just really uh, awesome to see um, uh, us being able to serve in that in that way as we bring people together in Zoom groups on neighborhood.social. That's why I say don't be isolated. Make sure you check out neighborhood.social and also check out Backstage, which is now free. Used to be $17.76 a month. Many people are still paying that as a pay-forward model so that you can come on for free. Uh, just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com and create your account. Um, let's uh, jump into this here with McCarthy. We talked about this uh, deal that he made with Biden 
And what's interesting is, is uh, there's a lot of this rebellion has, has tampered down now as people start realizing, well, this is probably the first bill that ever does have cuts in it. <laughs> Maybe it's not as bad as what everybody was saying. So there's a lot of people discussing this now. And I guess we heard one side of the story yesterday, which was, uh, which was you know, hey, we, this is still adding $4 trillion to the debt. But it does do quite a bit different if you start digging into it. Um, but there's still most of the Freedom Compass caucus etc are voting against it but if most of the democrats vote for it they don't need that uh, many republicans in in the house uh, to, to actually do it and then in the, in the senate obviously they have a, a majority of the democrats so if they want to continue if they want this deal the democrats want this deal it's probably going to get done pretty easily and some of the bigger names are supporting this now speaker kevin mccarthy tamp tra- down Re- republican opposition ahead of Wednesday's vote on the debt ceiling bill. And so um, that should be happening momentarily. Uh, I'll let you know if, I, if we hear anything, if anybody hears anything while we're, going, while we're live here, let me know. Um, but uh, if you look, really look into this, like you've got people like Lauren Borbert and, and um, these other ones are just saying no. Um, it gives Biden a blank check and it's an unlimited debt increase that's kind of what we poured on yesterday as we heard from most of those people but here's thomas massey for example saying i respect opposition to the physical responsibility act but i am voting yes i've been in congress for a decade and this is the first real bill that cuts spending it also includes an automatic one percent cut to spending on january 1st if congress doesn't pass the 12 appropriation bills so um that is interesting as well so so again different different um perspective, the Kentucky conservative noted that Republicans oftentimes get nothing for raising the debt limit. So this time there was uh, an improvement over what we've done. Is it enough? Probably not, but I don't think any, it's a captured operation as we talked about last time, the Republicans and Democrats in their, and and the way they fund money into Ukraine as an example is just a shame. But um, we at least have some some opposition going on and some good things going on in Congress for the first time in a long time when it comes to all the investigations to wake people up. To me, that's the main thing that we have going for us. Washington Examiner debt ceiling. Here are the members of Congress opposing the deal. Again, this won't be nearly enough, though. So you have all these Republicans here, um, you know, 25 or so, maybe 30, but what you, what, what, mostly Republicans and a few Democrats, but again, it'll be pretty easy to pass this if these are the only ones that truly uh, fight this. Um, so uh, now will they try to impeach McCarthy over it? Um, I don't think so, right? Uh, interesting stuff, George Soros' son has visited the White House at least 17 times since Biden took office, record show. Alex Soros also maintains close connections with prominent Democratic lawmakers. So, um, this just shows you the, the influence that that George Soros has, as with all the money and all this, all these, all these supposed philanthropic agencies, which are really Saul Alinsky tactic attacks on our country, right? So that's why many countries have just out said George Soros, you're not allowed in our country at all, because he gets in there and then he uses Saul Alinsky tactics and uses it for his financial gain and um, the globalist view of everything, right? All right, the, I want, one of the, the sponsor of this episode again is Share Healthcare. Guys, this is just a unique concept. If you look at what I call cabal insurance, I don't have it anymore. They have a contract with you. 
they don't pay 25 to 29% of what they what what you think they're going to pay many times and uh, they only pay for the Rockefeller medicine type approach right which is again most doctors unfortunately are trained in the Rockefeller system from the 1930s that knocked out all the natural schools and all these new natural doctors that we've been reporting on and have come on our show um, most of them um, don't even take take those type of insurances so um, if you do have an issue a long-term issue that's going to cost a significant amount of money you would have to go the big pharma way or if you want to go the natural way share healthcare is going to take care of you why a Christian sharing program versus versus the cabal insurance will say no you have to take for instance chemotherapy and the big pharma drugs you can't do the truth about cancer which Charlene Bollinger who's been on the show talks about right so it's a different way of doing it hi we're share it. healthcare we bring folks together from all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses when you have a medical expense share healthcare advocates on your behalf to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills saving you money then once we've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account, registered with Lime Bank of Bolivar, Missouri, to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes Share Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' Lime Bank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account, making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own Lime Bank account, specifically for your Share Healthcare membership. Having your own Lime Bank account allows you to receive self-pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members, all while maintaining your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this portal, you can pay your monthly share amount, view the status of medical bills, send well wishes, or even flowers to fellow members and so much more. And if that isn't enough to feel good about, we also donate a portion of each member's monthly share to provide medical care to orphaned and abandoned children in Africa. Share Healthcare, the most unique and first fully compliant online healthcare ministry in America. Visit our web. Hey, you have sharehealthcare.com. If you put a slash rickb2t, you'll get my specific page. Again, sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t. You'll see the link down below in this video. You can also um, get a, uh, when you sign up, use please RickB2T to help this mystery as well as help yourself. Again, here's some of the costs of this. Um, again, this is the one I have for me and my wife right here. It's $239 per month. Um, and uh, versus a, a family of three is like $2,000 nowadays, right? So um, a lot of people are adjusting down their employee paid insurance and then using this as supplemental, which works extremely well. So check it out um, and get off the cabal insurance. And again, sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t. Uh, wanted to get into a couple other things. This this is the Lloyd Brunson who we're gonna be coming on here pretty soon. So this is, looks like they put a advertisement over my deal, but this is another Brunson Brothers case is docketed by SCOTUS. Uh, Lloyd Brunson gives a new update. And so having a docketed Supreme Court case is extremely difficult to get, right? Um, so w there's been two cases here. We'll talk in more detail when Lloyd gets on, right? But this is pretty exciting to, to know that this, because uh, this one was, uh, was on hold for quite a while. It looks like Gus was texting me, so I just want to make sure it's nothing huge. Uh, all right, good, good, good. So he, he, there, there was going to be 
a list of those. So, so we have, I have a lot of information about this. We're gonna bring Loy on here momentarily. But the reason I wanted to have Loy on and, and I was just bummer that Juan O'Savin couldn't make it on last night because that would have set it up really well. He's a huge supporter of this. Um, again, there's two separate cases. One's from his brother, uh, his brother, and, and, and this, this one I'm going to be talking about is from Loy. The other one got docketed as well. It did get rejected, but uh, there's now new, it's, it's just kind of alive again. So we'll talk about that as well. But this one, new one, the second one, I think it was the first one, the, the, for, but it's the second one to get to the Supreme Court, has now been docketed as well. If successful, I just want to get, get you, give you as an idea, it takes out, I think, 80, 80% of the house, right? <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> all the rhinos, all, and, and it takes out a significant amount of the, the almost all the Democrats in, in both the Senate and in the House because they did not vote to do what they should have done constitutionally to try to protect the attack on the country with the, with the election fraud. They did not even say, hey, I, I want to take 10 days to go look at this. So they just rammed it through. So they broke their constitution, which they were uphold a to do. So the Supreme Court literally has the power, if they, if they actually rule in favor, that would actually eliminate um, much of, the, of, of Congress, both Senate and House, as well as take out Biden and Harris. So it is interesting. It's almost like a loaded gun in the hand of the Supreme Court. So we're going to get to that in, uh, as we get Roy in the bottom of the hour. But I wanted to make sure you guys understood. That I, re I really believe this is, is significant. And we'll show you a bunch of more uh, and get Loy of uh, take on it in detail as we move forward. All right. I wanted to go into a couple other quick things here. Is uh, Again, Loy is going to be coming on. Next week we'll have Derek Johnson on as well as Dr. Brian Artis, Derek Johnson is going to be talking about his new pass to go for military tribunals in Gitmo. Um, we'll have for the first time on Nino Rodriguez in, later in June, as well as Pastor Greg Hay, uh, um, Craig Craig Hagen in, in July. Other things are being scheduled right now. It'll be quite exciting. I will be out for about um, uh, uh, um, 12 days, so it'll be basically be I think a five. Six, seven, seven shows. So the good news is it's over two weekends. So, so it'll be seven shows or so that we won't be doing. Um, but I'll be playing a lot of interviews from these. It is the, the South Dakota, etc. So I think you guys really enjoy that as well. Want to make sure you guys knew. Hey, I am going to be in um, in San, uh, South Dakota this weekend, June second and third, the Friday and Saturday. Um, we're going to have 107 as well as SG and on. Mary Crowley, myself, a bunch of people are going to be speaking there. Donna Rigby, you'll see. Emmanuel Johnson. Uh, many, many uh, awesome people of God are going to be doing the Open the Heavens, Let God Arise. If you can get to get to South Dakota, get there. It's going to be exciting. Again, Friday starts at 6 p.m. And Saturday, all day, 9 to 9. And I'll be there that entire time. I would love, if you have a VIP pass, you'll be able to mingle with all these speakers. It will be great and a, and a beautiful time. So join us at... Uh, and go to marycrowley.com to get tickets. Mary, M-E-R-I-C-R-O-U-L-E-Y, marycrowley.com for those tickets. Um, all right, let's get into a few more things here. I wanted to uh, see if we can get through Julie's prophetic word from this morning, which is living under an open heaven, which is kind of interesting because this is talk about open the heavens is what this is all about near Mount Rushmore this weekend. On the 4th, we're going to be traveling to Mount Rushmore to and praying there. 
So it's going to be a, a really packed th uh, three days if you take the fourth going down to, to Mount Rushmore, which is around 30 minutes away from uh, the Fine Arts Museum on 444 Mount Rushmore Road in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, but if you look at Julie's prophetic word now, it really goes hand in hand with this, and that is living under an open heaven. So let's see what the Lord says to talk about this. We took it, uh, a volunteer took this into my searchy platform and was able to just uh, clean up the wording. So here's the wording from this morning. For I, the Lord, this day remind you, my children, that I am here to stay. I remind you that you live under an open heaven. An open heaven so wide, an open heaven so open that it's unlimited in open heaven. Lord, what is an open heaven? What does it that mean? My children, what an open heaven means is that there are no limits. No limits with me. Take those limitations off. But will God do this? But will God do that? Does God hear me? Will God hear, answer me? Will God heal me? Is it his will for me? Will God provide? Will he bring my children back home? Will he save me in this court case? Will he show up in my marriage? Will he deliver me from my thoughts and my mind? My children, under an open heaven, it's always yes. It has always been yes. My will is my written word. My will is for you to be completely made whole. That is why I sent my son. That's why he sacrificed. So the question is, is it my will for you to be healed? Yes, of course. I'm no respecter of persons. I said that in my word. No respecter of persons. My word says, by whose stripes? By Jesus' stripes you were healed. You already are. The symptoms in your body are lying to you to get you to believe them more than my words. Many times I have said, don't go by feelings. Don't go by what things look like. I want to pour out my goodness upon you like never before. I want to rain down my glory in an unlimited measure on my children. Miracles, signs, wonders, gifts. Gifts so unimaginable to some people because of the gloriousness of those gifts. Yes, because my glory is in those gifts. I love to give my children. I love to see their faces when they get something that I have so longed for them to have and they receive it. It brings joy, such joy to me, even more than it brings to you. Stop believing the lies of your enemy that healing is not for today or provision is not for today. As this is critical. To me, this is one of the most critical things about the line in the sand that the Lord is drawing between not only Christians and non-Christians, but there's within the Christian population, he's drawn another line of legalism and religiosity, right? People that just, just are religion and, and legalism versus just basking in what the Word of God says and, and understanding that healings and prophecy and the signs and miracles are for now. And so there's a dangerous, dangerous theology that's taught in many of the seminaries. Remember the Rockefellers took over the medical centers in the 1930s. They also took over the Carnegie's and the Rockefellers. They poisoned a lot of the seminaries. And one of the, one of the teachings of the enemy is cessation. Meaning that all the miracles that happened, all these things that happened in the past, um, are, don't happen anymore. Right? And I, I was a big part of that as evangelical church, kind of a mega church. 
and uh, it's I had to repent from that and move on and this is what this last part says stop believing the lies of your enemy that healing is not for today or provision is not for today God doesn't care about our finances who says that religion and so, so, so God doesn't care about our finances. That's what this says. This is, this is what this unbelieving spirit says. Healing's not for today. God doesn't care about our finances. So then God says, who says that? Religion? Certain pastors and churches don't believe those things. I'm Jehovah Jireh. Jireh means provision. Your provider. I provide. Yes, I do. That's one of many of my promises that I promise to you. So look up. Look up. Look up to me. Look up and expect me to do things to do the things that I have promised in my word. To do those things that I have said I would do. Take me at my word. Be confident. Stand. 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 Don't give up. Don't give up. If you fall down, get back up. If you grow weary, I'm your comforter. I will help you back up. You just have to expect me to. Ooh, beautiful. To my children, call down the rain, the rain of glory, the rain of joy, the rain of healing, the rain of unlimited provision. Call down my rain. It's a gift. It's already been given. Call it down. Expect it. Look to me. No matter how dark things get, don't pay attention to those things. Remember what I've said. It won't last forever. You look to me even in the midst of darkness. There will be no darkness in your life. No. No, my light will shine so bright on you. The dark world will run to you and ask you why you are different. Great miracles are coming. Great signs are coming. Great wonders are coming. Great gifts are coming because I am coming. I'm coming to show the world I'm not dead. I'm coming to show the world I'm still, I still heal. I'm, still, I, I'm coming to show the world that I still deliver. I'm coming to show the world I still provide. I'm coming to show the world I, I'm still the judge over all of it and that my will is done on earth as it is in heaven. So be glad today. Be glad today. Look up. Look up. Don't look down. Don't look from side to side. Look up. Look up. Look up to me because I have great things for thee, saith the Lord. Another huge mindset shift there. Um, the main thing I wanted to emphasize on this is just the whole thing about living under an open heaven. Again, that is what uh, you can be praying for us even if you can't make it to, to South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. Open the heavens event where um, Mary really believes there's going to be a portal open as all these strong believers in the Lord are there praying for that open heaven to open over America and the rest of the world as things continue to happen here. It's going to be exciting. Um, hey, before Kirk comes on, remember, if you haven't got your free consultation from Kirk Elliott, make sure you do that. Again, silver as a liquidity point, as well as a bartering point, as well as a huge upside. Once a Babylonian system and all the, the shorting and derivatives that all these banks, the international banks have to, to basically short and suppress the price of gold and silver, those are all things that are going to change in my opinion. And so get your financial advice about what you can do with your 401ks, your IRAs, what you can do with your cash, what you can do with other investments that aren't as liquid, and understand uh, that. Um, and so get your free consultation at kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T, or you can just call Kirk 
uh, kirklhpc.com slash B2T will get you to my special page. And then you'll see uh, a form to fill out as well as you can just call him. I suggest calling him. It's much faster. It takes three or four weeks sometimes to get some of this stuff done, especially when you're moving to IRA around. So 720-605-3900. Don't delay. Again, guys, this is, I believe, a critical time to make sure you protect your um, any wealth that you do have. 720-605-3900. A couple other things. What settlement of vaccine medic case says about a corruption of the teachers unions so these teacher unions it's interesting uh, they across america have defended members from termination for virtually every imaginable kind of misconduct the unions def- the defenders teach teachers for they defend teachers for illegal marijuana use of intoxication on the job they defend teachers for who stole money had excessive absences or otherwise abused their position they defended teachers who had pornographic materials in the classrooms. They defended incompetent teachers who failed to produce positive student achievement. And in Rhode Island, the teachers union vigorously defended one teacher who engaged in inappropriate touching and language with the female students. They appealed his firing all the way to the Rhode Island Supreme Court. It's one primary purpose to justify for paying dues. Teacher unions promote themselves as fighting to protect the jobs of teachers and rarely ever backing down when it comes to dismissal of one of their members. But unions are criticized routinely for defending bad employees regarding the, regardless of the cost and often seeking alternative accommodations or filing their own grievance, no matter the gravity of the sin. However, teacher unions cannot tolerate one sin that they're willing to break the law in order to virtual signal. That sin, exercising one's religious freedom by choosing not to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, the horror. This goes on, but guys, these, these, these teachers' unions um, won't defend your religious liberty to, to, for, for your own body not getting a vaccine. This shows you that these, these, these many, most of these teachers' unions are sold out to the same cabal that uh, the politicians are sold out to. Um, quite sad when you start digging into that. Um, and and uh, well, hey, when, when Lloyd comes on, let me know. Um, it is 529, so I just want to make sure. I want to look to see if Lloyd has entered the room yet. Looks like he's not here yet. I know he's getting he's getting ready. He's bringing in one. There's, there's several things I'm gonna I'm gonna start digging through here because it's a long discussion. I want to set the stage a little bit for Lloyd. He jumps into exciting about this Rule 11 and all this stuff, but there's a real basis to understand this lawsuit that I think is really important. So you can find this, by the way, and you could sign up for the show notes at blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. But what I'm showing you right now is loybrunson.com. It's L-O-Y-B-R-U-N-S-O-N. And uh, this is his website. There's another one that kind of does a little better job setting the, the background of everything, and that is here on the um, his brother. And it's Roland, R-A-L-A-N, Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N.com. And uh, you, again, all this is in the show notes. But I wanted to kind of go over go over this to, to talk a little bit about it. There's a, actually there's a five minute video here that might be a good good thing to, that sets it, that does a pretty good job on this. So let me play this while we're waiting for Lloyd to, to enter the house. Uh, that gives you real good. And this is right on LloydBrunson.com. Uh, let's play this. Imagine you have the power. As people around the world have had enough. Corruption in governments, lies in the media, personal interest over the people's interest. Is there any chance that we, the people, can restore our republic? 
it's amazing that the Constitution is set up in such a way for the people to go to the most powerful branch of government, and that is the Supreme Court of the United States. I heard of this new name, Lloyd Brunson, and I listened to Lloyd. I'm thinking, gosh, this is crazy what's happening in America. Here are a hundred members of Congress that are claiming with evidence that there is a, a concern that needs to be investigated. On behalf of the petitioners, Roland J. Brunson and We the People, it's a grassroots organization involving citizens across the country. But I was like, no, that can't be true. That can't be true. Lloyd Brunson's strategy works this way. After the 2020 election, hundreds of citizens and elected lawmakers stepped forward with evidence of misconduct and malfeasance and criminal behavior during that election. Well, Brunson's argument is that Congress was constitutionally required to investigate this evidence due to their oaths of office, in which every member swears to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And mm -hmm. so we're not suing about the outcome of the election. We're not suing Boys to put someone house. in office. You're we're right. suing to remove the security breach. And the security breach is every single member of Congress that refused to do their job and defend this country. Are you kidding me? And I literally going on the Supreme Court website and I downloaded the case that he was referring to. Holy cow, this is like everything of all the anxiety that we all have, all the prayers that have gone towards, you know, asking for God's intervention somehow, some way, you know, bring his vengeance because these people, these evil people are overthrowing our country. We're part of we the people, right? And so when you petition for a redress of grievances, you don't petition to the Congress. You don't petition to the president, you petition through the courts. And then the final court of the land, the Supreme Court of the United States, is the final say on that petition for redress of grievances. And that's what we've been able to do. All right, so with that, I want to bring on the real live interview with Roy, with Loy Brunton. Loy, how are you doing today? Still, you're still on mute, Loy. <laughs> there you go. Okay, can you hear me now? Gotcha. Thank you so much Great. for taking the time to come on the Blessed Teach Show. Appreciate that. Great to be here. Yeah. So I was just playing a little bit of your five-minute video on the on your on your front page that kind of sets the stage a little bit. But I want to kind of back up, Loy, before we before we dive into any details of where we are at this point in time, and kind of set the set set the stage for people who have not even heard of you before. And I kind of want to go back a little bit to. A little bit of uh, of uh, your guys' background. Your four brothers that, that are trumpet players, um, uh, basically uh, love love the country. And um, we, I guess you were on Car Johnny Carson. What what year was that? That you were on Johnny Carson? <laughs> I think that was nineteen. Gosh, what was it? Eighty four, something like that. All right. I have to think about it. All right. Long time ago. When's the, so when's the last time all four Brunson brothers performed uh, playing the trumpets together? It's probably been about ten years, actually. About ten years. Okay, good. So I was gonna, I was gonna uh, pull you here to over to the right, so that I could actually show a few of those things, just to kind of pe give people a, a little bit. That, like, for instance, here, here, you guys are at the AMC performance. That's Lori, obviously, off the left there, and uh, Rollins, the shorter one with the curly hair, uh, right next to him, right there. These are the four brothers. Uh, the two on the left are the ones that have the cases. And then there's one that's really kind of a constitutional expert, though, the early one, though. Which one's that? Boy? 
Loy, who? So, so talk talk about your four brother, your three brothers, real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the one on the far left. The far right is Gainer, and he runs the studio in Provo. And his lips are in better shape than ours, so he mm -hmm. could get his lips going sooner. Right. <laughs> and then next to him, next to him, you can't see his face is Darren. Uh -huh. He's the guy suing banks, and uh, so he had the expertise in being able to file the pleadings and the appeals and all the motions and stuff. There he is right and there. And then Rollin, Rollin is uh, next to me. So second from the left is Rollin. All right. That's awesome. And then uh, and then here here's a little bit on the Johnny Carson show. Uh, it's a quite, this, quite old this, clip. This was, this was Christmas in Washington. This was what? Christmas in Washington was President Reagan. Oh, okay. This is Christmas in Washington. Okay. All right. So pretty cool. So, uh, so obviously that's a, that's a Trump. But I just want to kind of give that background. Um, but talk a little bit about why you guys are, uh, how you got expertise in in constitutional law and uh, and learn and 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 what, why you guys before before you put this case up. Okay, well, about two thousand eight, uh, I was inspired by Barack Obama when he told the world that the Constitution, basically the foundation of it, was fundamentally flawed, and it's like. I better read the document. I hadn't read it all the way through, and you can you you know that he swore to preserve, protect, and defend it. And then, but you when you open up, you know, when you open up the Constitution, you know, and you read the words preserve, protect, and defend, uh, you know, it's a whole different situation. So if he'd been my defense attorney and he'd told the judge that I was fundamentally flawed or that my foundation was. I would have fired him and then I would have sued him for malpractice. Mm -hmm. So he should have never been able to run for office. He should have, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's our ignorance that allows this, um, this horrible stuff to happen. And so when the, uh, when the electoral votes were certified without a 10 day pause, just a pause, you know, it's funny how the media spun it and the, and the people who voted against the pause basically they, they spin it into saying, oh, we have to certify. And it's like, oh, that's not the question. Of course you have to certify it, but you have to certify something that's real. Yes. You know? <laughs> and if there's questions about the reality of it, you better darn well investigate, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't. And so my brother, because he had had this uh, experience suing banks, representing himself without being a lawyer, you know, in state and federal court and also the Supreme Court, twice he'd been able to go to the Supreme Court with his petitions because of his experience uh, and my lecturing on the Constitution for the last quite a few years and publishing some books on my discoveries that power clauses in the Constitution that have been overlooked for over 200 years, he asked me if I'd be the plaintiff. So that started the whole ball rolling, but mine got stuck in federal court. The federal court actually thought they could block my case. Right. And they, I can tell you the story about that, how they unfiled it and they canceled and they, they struggled with it and then we took them to task and finally, they realized they had created liability for themselves because when a judge gets involved with a filing, he no longer has immunity. There's no more judicial immunity. He crossed over into the administrative side of the court, which uh, creates liability for himself. So we showed him the liability. We showed the court the liability, the constitutional protection of what we were doing, and we got them to reverse their decision on all that stuff. Yeah, and so, so I'm showing uh, right now, Loy, uh, two different cases, right? You have the so you're talking about the Loy Brunson one. You can see that here all the way back yes. in March 2021. That's when you first uh, filed this, right? Yeah, I have an interesting little story. You can tell me to condense it if it's too long or whatever is cut in. March 31st, 2021, the U.S. Marshal Service ordered was ordered 
by this by this uh, federal court of Utah to start issuing my summons and complaints. Mm -hmm. So they were ordered to issue my lawsuits to mm -hmm. serve them upon the defendants and 388 of them, including Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and, and uh, Mike Pence, and 381 others. So on March 31st, 2021, the U.S. Marshal Service started doing that. The docket yeah. at the end of the day. And, and then Lloyd, I just wanted to back up just for a second. What, what's so amazing about this is that it's basically anybody who voted no that they didn't want to take the 10-day pause, right? And that includes... Yes, basically, yeah, basically those who voted to certify the election without the 10-day pause. That's who we're serving. And those who... Because that broke their constitution. That's what the... Obviously, they just want to certify without even going looking at yeah, it, Yeah, right? without an investigation. That's like, you know, going to the police department. They're not going to investigate a crime. If they want them, they become accomplices. Right. If you think about it, there's only right. 100 senators and there's, what, 435... For 435, so you got 535. So this this would take out now. I don't know of those 385, how many of those actually. Um, so let's just get back to if this succeeded eventually, it would. How many of them in 2022 aren't there anymore? It's still 350 plus, correct? Uh yeah, definitely. Okay. And I wouldn't use the word take out. Their credentials could be canceled. You know, so. That's what would that's what could happen, and then you'd have a ton of campaign money and campaigns uh, supporting that decision by to fill those vacancies. So it could be a smooth transition. The government would have to take the new government would have to take some steps to make sure that the the media doesn't create a bunch of problems. So they could special, send special uh, special uh, military broadcast teams to temporarily take over the broadcast houses. Uh, for the smooth transition so you'd see the news in real time you might see a commercial break on cnn then new faces and telling you what's happening not to be worried about it and also the federal communications commission directors or executive appoint appointments so they could be uh, contacted first by special teams and it could be a smooth transition actually right but it's th but 350 plus kamala biden plus 350 yeah. plus almost, and it's really almost all the Democrats on both sides, both the Senate and the House. Yeah, I believe, <laughs> I believe all the Democrats and some Republicans that you wouldn't believe would be on the list too. Yeah, and so and so basically it's gonna take out the rhinos and the Democrats of all the, yeah. and they, they, can't, they can't run for office anymore, right? So they would- They would be barred from holding office the rest of their lives, and that's constitutional, and it's uh, there's legal authority behind that, and so right. that's okay. what- so I'm sorry for interrupting there. I just wanted to make sure people saw how big this is, where the Supreme Court has a loaded gun in their hands, where yeah. it, they, they, they could literally wipe out uh, most of Congress as well as Biden and, and Harris. So, okay, so I, I'm, I'm highlighting March 31st on this list. I don't know if you can see uh, what I have on my screen, right? So, sure. so this is what you were talking about when I interrupted. Go ahead. Yeah, March 1st, 2021, yeah, the U.S. Marshal Service. So the, the next day, April 1st, uh, 2021, the federal court had docketed that, uh, that they had canceled the service, that it was a clerical error, and they unfiled my case. Now, courts can't do that. Judges can't do that. As a matter of fact, uh, when they do that, they're creating liability for themselves. And we knew yeah. that, so we complained to the appellate court, the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. They didn't back us up either. They didn't even read our com complaint. They mm -hmm. says, oh, they're not. They're not denying you. They're just backed up. It's like, no, you don't understand. We had it filed. They unfiled it. It's like they didn't even look at the document. Right. So we sued both courts and courts. We sued both courts in state court, and battled that for a while. And after that was over, we received a notice from the federal court that they had reversed the decision, that they had done what we sued them to do, mm -hmm. and that is they refiled my case, and they ordered the clerk of the court, the chief clerk of the court, to issue 388 summonses, and it was quick. 
-hmm. They got that done in 48 hours. And then uh, they were served and the U.S. Marshals accepted service. And then we battled for a while. And then the courts sat on it for a year until a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so because they made a decision. The court so I'm trying to follow this timeline a little bit, Loy. So, so, so I see sure. June 1st, writ of memorandum to the Court of Appeals, 10th Circuit. Are you past that already? Have they... Yeah, well, the the tenth circuit, the tenth circuit court of appeals, uh, we had actually uh, now that's my brother's. That's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm following Lloyd Brunson here one yeah, right now. Sorry right. about that. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was just yeah, it was. So you see the date there. So what we did is we filed a notice of appeal to the tenth circuit. Right. And we got the you know we can battle it out in the tenth circuit court of appeals, which is the last court you have to go to before you can go to the Supreme Court. Right. I meant, so thought, should we battle it out there or should we see if the court would agree that this is a rule 11 case which means it they have to decide and agree that it is of uh, imperative public importance that's the supreme court rule 11 and if they agree to that right. then they'll, then they'll they please file. stay muted to backstage okay go okay. ahead Lloyd. so uh so we didn't think we thought they'd just send it back and say battle it out in the 10th circuit right but they didn't they filed docketed it and so it's alive and well as a rule 11. now this is the first time a supreme court emergency petition is what i call it because it's the wording is of imperative right right so look so low, you're going way fast fast where i'm trying to go here so i want, I want to kind sure. of walk them through both these cases so uh so because you because th that's the exciting part and that's the crescendo you're wanting to get to i know but i wanted to okay. i want to really get to so june june 1st you had you had this memorandum then june 20th you had the first motion to consider and this is Loy's case and then august 10th 21 there was a lawsuit with the two federal courts you filed that's what you're talking about i think you've covered that in November, the Third Amendment complaint filed. You can see the work. I just want to make sure everybody knows the work you guys have gone through because you knew the laws, right? The Fourth Amendment complaint was on December 30th, 2021. And uh, it was uh, April 2022, 2022 is when the, the summons happened, right? Uh, and, yeah. uh, and so, I'm, like I'm, so I'm sorry. So December 2021 is when it kind of just got held up, the Fourth Amendment complaint. Is that correct? And, yeah, the Fourth Amendment complaint. Yeah. Okay, so when and so so meanwhile, uh, we move over to Ray Roll, Rollins' case, right? Where that it and so 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 um, and and so you guys decided to go file the exact same thing under your brother. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so now I'm going to the right column here where we have uh, Rollins, June twenty first, twenty twenty one. You open up another one under his, and what's amazing about this is you 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 uh, this this moved forward as well. Yeah, and this was this was interesting. This is uh, 2021, right? It moved, uh, it moved forward faster than mine. Yeah, exactly. Stuck. So then it passed your case because they were sitting on it, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. And then it actually got the Supreme Court actually um, actually docketed that. Correct? Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so so, so what's interesting? So that hit the Supreme Court earlier than yours, even though you started yours mm -hmm. way beforehand. So yep. talk a little about what happened here. You got this, I, I want to talk about this October 17th, 22, a second phone call from SCOTUS. And just uh, talk a little bit about how uh, that's unusual as well. Yeah, well, we didn't know we, we didn't know there was such a thing as a Supreme Court Rule 11 allowing you to bypass the 10th Circuit Court. So mm -hmm. here we were battling in the 10th Circuit without realizing that as soon as we had filed a notice to appeal, we could have sent something to the Supreme Court right then. 
Uh-huh. We didn't realize that. And so when we sent our Rule 11 on the face, they they called us on the phone and they says, we're going to accept your Rule 11 petition, but we want to add, you want you to add the motion to dismiss. And we also added the opposition to the motion to dismiss. And then they wanted us to add the uh, lower court's ruling. And so while this was happening, the 10th Circuit got word of this and they were in a position to make a decision because the pleadings had happened back and right. forth. So they right. make a decision. They just had sat on it. But so they hurried and made a decision, which, uh, when they did that, we called the Supreme Court back and said, hey, they've made a decision, so we don't need to do the Rule 11. We don't need to have Rule 11 on the face. And they go, yeah, take it off. You don't need that because now there's not a question of allowing you or not to bypass the tent because you haven't bypassed the tent. It's ready to come to us right now because the tent has been included. Their decision has been included. So get that to us as soon as you can. And it's interesting because my brother said, well, uh, you know, they says, how soon, the woman says, how soon could you get it? And he says, oh, probably about two or three weeks, I forgot what it was. And she says, can we get it sooner than that? Yeah. And so he was surprised and we got it to them sooner. You did like three filed. days, it looks like, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. We sent it on a Thursday and yeah. we received it on a Friday and it was docketed on a Monday. That was fast work. Yes, that's and amazing. So, yeah. so that's unusual, right? That the Supreme Court's gonna actually call you guys and tell you to, yeah. Well, especially in Rule 11, the first time that, the first time, the last time a Rule 11. Uh, well, well, right, right now we're not on Rule 11, right? This is Rollins, so, so I'm going to. Well, this. Rollins was was Rule 11. At first. It was okay. They had never the Supreme Court had never seen a Rule 11 before. Wow. Okay. His would have been the first time ever in the history of the justices there seeing a Rule 11 docketed. Ah. Okay. Awesome. Because okay. The, the, the last time one had been docketed was in the 70s. Okay. So, so, so they, this is when we, 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 so we, uh, were, we were showing them, yeah. Right, so this is when we had one on and we're praying about this. We're sending letters, right? Uh, this is November 2023. The, the Solicitor General of the United States Department of Justice replaces the U.S. attorneys. Uh, the SCOTUS set the conference date for January 6th, which was a really interesting date that was. But then that got pushed off, right? Um, that got denied a hearing. It got denied a hearing, okay, on January 9th. We found out about that, that it got denied. But then a second petition filed. Now, why, why does that happen normal, normally? You guys... That's called a petition for rehearing. That was basically an appeal. Mm-hmm. We gave them new information showing that it was important that they have another conference, which they did. They they got together and had another conference. And again, they they denied uh, to set a date for a hearing. Right. Now, it's still in their arsenal. They could still do anything with that. Right now, they could, actually. Really? That's interesting. Anything. I didn't know that. So they, so they, still, they still could do something on it. But uh, so a third petition you guys sent, and then uh, the third person was returned. What's that mean? Right. We tried to do a second mo- a second petition for rehearing, and they said, no, we're not. We've already done one. We're not going to let you do another. Okay. And then then here it says, Rollins sues three of the judges. So this is another part of this, right? <laughs> Which is yeah, going on right Rollin, now. Yeah. Yeah. Rollins is suing uh, the three most uh, liberal justices they felt like would have been the most uh, capable of not allowing this to be heard and adjudicated properly. Right. So he filed a suit against them, I believe in state court. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. attorneys came on board defending the justices, moved it to federal court, and that's where it's being fought right now in federal court. So he's actually in federal court uh, suing uh, three United States Supreme Court justices. Yeah, and so, and so I just wanna let everybody know that this, that both of these cases are still alive. 
right? In some yes. some portion, and and you just said that they could take Rollins. Yeah, they're still active. They're right. Still active with litigation. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So now, what's exciting is that um, the the, low, the the latest thing. So we're going to go back to your web page now, and this is the exciting part that talks about right here is the whole update on five twenty four. So go go ahead. I know this is where we, we want we. This is this is uh, where you just went. Yeah, I get your your eyes lit up and you go, wow. Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So so here we are, ready. You know, they, a few weeks ago, just several weeks ago, the federal court finally made a decision after sitting on it for about a year. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking, well, should we fight it out in the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals, or should we see if the court will allow us to file an emergency petition under Rule 11? And we thought for sure they were just going to send it back and say fight it out because your brother filed one. You know that's similar to this and we're familiar with it we're not going to allow it to be docketed as a as a case of imperative public importance but but they did they docketed and filed it so this is the first time since the 70s that you could actually see on the face of the petition and i have a here well here's a we made the extra copies for people if they want to get one from us so the first time ever since the 70s where you can see a Rule 11 petition for a writ of certiorari. Now, the first time ever in the history of the United States Supreme Court that anyone representing themselves has been able to successfully docket a Rule 11 petition for a writ of certiorari. Yeah, and any thoughts on why they would do that? Any, any thoughts on... Well, here the rule says if they have to, they have to decide that it is of imperative public importance. Now, they, the the Supreme Court has a clerk, has a chief clerk, the chief clerk of the Supreme Court. For 11 years, he was the chief counsel for the Supreme Court. So it's not like a like a justice's clerk. Mm-hmm. And so they have to decide. We can't decide. They have to look at this and they have to characterize it, categorize it as a case of imperative public importance and that's what it talks about it shows the rule on the website there right so for them to go ahead and dock it we didn't get a phone call notice nothing boom it's there on the docket as a rule 11 so we were amazed we were blown away we felt like what a miracle this is yeah and so now and that's what we've been talking about is that lord god almighty can act in all kinds of different ways right uh and so, so this is kind of a—you can see the hand of God here just on this part, right? Yeah. Well, we see miracles like Moses. Remember, they all the children of Israel probably the believers thought, "Oh my gosh, this is a miracle uh, plague." You know, how, how did he pull that off? We're going to be free tomorrow, right? Right. But, but it was a miracle plague. They all saw that it was, but it, but the the, the, <laughs> the Pharaoh was a little too tough, wasn't he? Too yeah. obstinate. So another plague has to come, and another, and another. Right. This is about give me liberty or give me death. We feel like God has opened up opportunities for us to do this, and I think one of the most, if not the most important purpose for this, is to raise awareness to the power in the Constitution. And what better way for people to get a constitutional course in five minutes that will give them more power than anyone's ever had before by realizing that Article 6 of the Constitution is very clear with the words, they shall be bound by oath to this Constitution, knowing that they've given themselves immunity, they're violating their oath, they're violating the Constitution, and there are even state statutes, perjury statutes, that contain the exclusion of politicians in the oath of office, where they won't be charged with perjury if it has to do with the oath of office. 
and uh, and a politician. So the the awareness factor is extremely important and extremely valuable. And people awakening to the Constitution this way with the oath of office, it's like if you have a contract with someone and they don't know you have it, you show them the contract. And that's what we're doing. We're showing the justices. We have a copy of the contract. Exactly. We have proof that the oath is binding. And you need to do something about this because the immunity statutes that they've given themselves over the many years are unconstitutional. And we need to remove these individuals and replace them with true, true officers that are willing to lay down their lives for the Constitution like military do and actually take an oath knowing that it's going to be binding as demanded in the Constitution. So so regardless of what the justices do, the awareness that is happening is extremely important and very exciting to watch. We're just under 5,000 right now, but this has only been going on a few weeks. Over 70,000 people wrote letters on my brother's previous petition, and that's a huge support for this. The justices know that that's the, that they have those letters. The court is required to file every single letter. Yeah. So, so, and that's the action item here. That's the action item here. Here's what to do: send a letter, or we'll send one for you. So that's a big improvement over last time. So I've already done this, guys. Instead of you having to write the letter, you can do that yourself. But they will they will automate this for you. And if you just uh, send them a little two dollar deal, and you give your information right here, you say give to send a letter. Give them the two dollars, and what you'll do is is uh, you can give more as well to, to just for all the work they've done. Uh, put your name and email address and, and and your card number here, and boom, they will send that uh, for you. So explain a little bit about that. Yes, you can actually. It's a form letter, but then there's a place for you to create your own letter to go with the form letter, mm -hmm. and you can sign your name with a mouse or on your phone with your finger, and then it goes to a fulfillment company where mm -hmm. they print out the letter. They fold it, they put it in it as an, an individual envelope, they put postage on it, and it is individually mailed to the Supreme Court. And every single one of those letters, we say more powerful, I use the word powerful, it's more, it's mightier than the sword. You know, the pen is mightier Amen. than the sword, that phrase. And it's like these letters are mightier than the sword, and you go down in history as participating in a positive way to save our Constitution and supporting a binding oath is required in Article 6. Right, and you'll find this at Loy, L-O-Y, Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N, LoyBrunson.com. You'll be able to find this. Um, you can go to the Rolland, R-A-L-A-N-D, Brunson. It has more of the detailed timeline I was showing you. And uh, so this is April 19th. The, the Supreme Court Justice docketed it. So, how did you hear about that, and and you uh, and how did how did you end up finding out about that, and what was your initial thoughts? You mean finding out about, about Rule Eleven? Yeah, that your or April, find, yeah, on April nineteenth, that you were actually docketed. Oh, we just like anyone can do. We just check the docket several times a day. Uh -huh. Like when I get off here, I'm going to go to SupremeCourt.gov. I'm going to do a docket search. But if you just Google Lloyd Brunson Supreme Court, I think. It pops right up right at 23-1028 we could go there right now we might see some yeah and i saw right here if i refresh this it would be in it would be in that uh, the second column i think right so, so here you go proceeding column. in orders so it says lloyd brunson here this is november number 22-1028 okay and it says on may 24th is the last okay action. that's the last thing that has happened yeah. yeah, the Solicitor General waived her defendant's rights to oppose this petition. 
which is actually good news as well, right? Because she, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No documentation. Yeah, she could have just ignored it. She could. She didn't have to do that. She could have just ignored it, and the deadline would have passed that, that night. But she chose to file that. That they, you know, that they waived that the government waived their right. She waived their right to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so now the next step we're looking for is there will be another little column the next few days, probably showing that there is a conference date. Yes, uh, that's set. what we're looking for. And they, they they leave for the summer at the end of June. So there is a possibility they'll set an October date for conference. But then again, they might set a date for conference the end of end of this month. We'll see what happens. Right. So that's if what we... Postpone, if they set it for October, that gives us time to raise awareness, to get America behind this. Because if we get we get a few million letters, and we think President Trump will endorse the, the letter campaign because he's already uh, supported... Um, uh, an article about the first petition. I don't think he knows about this one. And mm-hmm. so we think we're going to get a few million mm-hmm. uh, letters, and that would be a tremendous support for the justices to do the right thing and talk about public awareness you know, where people are uniting themselves together, basically take it, voting for the Constitution. This is, in a way, more valuable than, than an election is because you're casting your vote with a letter to the Supreme Court that's a permanent part of history that we demand, we the people demand a binding oath as required by the Constitution. That's basically what the letter is about. Mm-hmm. So it's really not partisan, it's not political, it's just we want honesty with our representatives and let's get the contract binding and then we can show up what's in the contract after they realize they're bound to it. Right, so just to come back to what you're saying about um, right now, um, we're moving June 1st tomorrow, right? So. Um, if you look at this, that they they have one, two, three, four days. It looks like order listed issuance days, conference days, are green. So, yeah, so the twenty second would be the last conference day. So I don't think we're going to make it in June, I, and I'm glad it'll give us more time. To yeah, to do more worse. And so then because then they take the summer off, July, Pardon? August, September off, and then I'm looking at the next one, and it looks like they don't show anything after September. So yeah, it'll be October. So, so fantastic! So, That's another miracle because if this had been, if the, if, the, if the judge hadn't waited a year, we wouldn't have this opportunity to raise public awareness through the summer. So yeah. that's how I look at it. Sometimes right. things happen, and you think, "Oh, that's no good," but sometimes it works to our benefit, and this one is right. So, so I was looking through this, and I, I remember when I saw when I was looking at Roy's like back in December, where I literally saw who all did voted no. Uh, or, vo- or voted to certify and s- said no to the 10 days, right? Uh, is, is there an easy place to find that list? Oh, sure. If you go to supremecourt.gov and click on the docket, people have done that. Like, I haven't figured out how to see it because I have a printed version right here. Right. It lists every, single, it lists every single defendant. You know, oh, so it lists, lists every single defendant. I see. So so right now, yeah. I right right here, I can see the petition. Can you see this, uh, Roy? I can yeah. See- Probably click on petition. My browser doesn't work. To yeah, do yeah. That. So, so, so here's the petition. So this is the this is right. This is the petition, right? And so if I search, uh, yeah. So if yeah, I, that's I, the face of the petition. If you keep scrolling down, you might be able to see the defendants. After there that, we are. There, there we are. There's the, there's the respondents or the defendants. Okay, so I want to just kind of read through this a little bit because I think this is exciting. This is uh, almost S. Adams, Pete Aguilar. So see if you can see anybody that you you, you and this is this, I guess it's by alphabetical order, right? So you can kind of go through here and see if there's anybody, but this is this is like almost all the Democrats in the House and Senate, and uh, like 50 percent of the Republicans. That's what's crazy. That yeah, there are a lot of Republicans. They did the wrong thing. 
Yes. When, when our senators stood up and, and said we have a, a constitutional obligation to certify the election, it's like, are you kidding me? You have an obligation to certify real electoral votes, and these might not be so real, and so you need to pause and investigate. So it's almost like saying, oh, we know the Constitution better than Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, 140 others. And it's like, and they were, you know, it was kind of a deceitful thing because it's like they were acting like, oh, we, they were asking us to not certify the election. No, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and others were not asking to not certify the election. We're just, they were just saying, let's take a 10-day pause, you know, to investigate. And they were claiming that there wasn't enough evidence. There wasn't enough evidence to show that, that it would have changed the outcome of the election. It's like, that's not the point. The point is you investigate and you nip it in the bud. You find out the the breaches, you find out the potential for it really making a difference if it's going to make a difference. So they really felt both sides were accusing each other of treason. And when you have both sides accusing each other of treason, if they're both honest, they would unanimously vote for an investigation to settle the doubts, to settle the argument. Yes. Right? But they didn't do that. Only 143, I think, did not agree to certify it without an investigation. So the others created a huge security breach. They violated their oath to protect and preserve and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And this was obvious, uh, uh, an attack, either domestic or foreign, and you'd have to investigate to find out either one, which one it was, but it was definitely an attack. And for them to say it wasn't a serious enough attack, it's like you investigate. Right. Sure. So, like, so some of these people are, are who some people like, like Chuck Grassley, right? Sure. It's pretty yeah. crazy. And Ron Johnson. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't have done it. They, they should have yeah, done with. They broke their constitution by not even wanting to do this. It's like right. very, very big obvious. Big mistake. But big mistake. They so, get away with stuff like that. They'll do nine good things and then one whopper. Yeah, exactly. So even Rick's team, even Tim done. Scott, who's running for president, right? Right now, he 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 is another one. You know, yeah. showing, showing to me, they're showing themselves rhinos, right? Sure. And a uh, big mistake. So this, the justices could actually wash their hands of it, and they could have a hearing and remand it back to federal court. They could reverse the decision to dismiss and refer it back to federal court, and the Supreme Court would be done momentarily, and then uh, we would be able to to continue with uh, with uh, you know depositions, uh, interrogatories, documents. Right. So we would basically be able to just uh, do discovery. So so so, so help me out with this. I understand everybody that voted no in the in the House and the Senate to not go back for ten days, and they went through a certification. That's a three hundred and eighty-five, I think it was, right? And then you and I understand Kamala was part of that, right? Because she certified it. I understand Pence was part of that because she certified that. Yeah. But I don't yeah. understand why Joe Biden's in this. Explain that one. Well, Joe Biden knew what was going on, and he should have said, no, I'm not going to accept the presidency. I'm not going to accept this petition until, okay. I mean, this position until there's an investigation. And so he was willing to support all that at his benefit. So he definitely was an accomplice. Okay, I got you. I got you. So that, that's, what, that's what I wanted to understand there. So uh, uh, this, this, this is something, in my opinion, guys, that could just be uh, uh, the Lord's way of of, of getting us freed from a captured operation is that's that's what Duano Savin calls it right a captured operation of this of the Senate and the House right not to mention part well, of the executive branch go ahead yeah well if everyone that voted for Trump and everyone that wants an honest election were to send letters believe me the court wouldn't have a choice they would have to rule in the correct way 
So public awareness, I can't stress that enough, is so important. Yes, and th and that's a and that's why we're doing this. Is, is and so the letter campaign. You said how many have you already gotten gotten? Yourself? It's only been a few weeks, but we've received just under I think five thousand letters so far. That's great. That's great. So that's a better start than what R Ronald's uh, yeah. got, right? Yeah, this could this could really be great. I think we're going to get millions. I hope that we get a hundred million. That yeah, would yeah, change yeah. the course of history. So we so that's the action. A hundred million people that know the constitutional oath is supposed to be binding, and they've they've circumvented that. You know, just that knowledge alone is an extreme amount of power. Yeah, and that's what I'd like you to just come back and simplify that. What did they do wrong, and why should somebody write the letter? Right. Yeah. Well, they swore to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. When you've got proof and evidence and over 100 witnesses showing that we've been infiltrated, we've been invaded, and we don't know whether it's foreign or domestic, and we need to investigate to really get the root problem taken care of here and fix this breach. It was a breach of security, a major breach of security. So when you have the defenders, whose job it is to keep security secure, and they refuse to even investigate the evidence that there's some serious, probably, breaches taking place. It's like having a security team, and they are gonna just let a security breach happen often. It's like, you can't let one, you know? If you have a security team that lets one breach happen, and, and you fire them, right? right. And, so, and so there's constitutional authority, there's constitutional provisions where if they break their oath of office, and it's serious like that, then they can be barred from holding office the rest of their lives. So it mm -hmm. removes a, a future security breach. So it's basically they broke their oath of office, they violated their oath, and the penalty for that is, based on the Constitution and statutes, is being barred from holding office ever again. And so in order to be barred, you've gotta be removed from office as well. So we're asking the courts to remove them from office or just simply cancel their credentials and bar them from holding public office the rest of their lives. And that's part of the congressional decision of penalties having to do with things like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's just decided the penalties many years ago. So right. just following the law there. All right. And so, uh, and so if I, if, and also if I'm just going back one more time, you, you're saying that the Roland case, even though they've just said, hey, I'm not going to set, I'm not going to hear this, right? that they could still bring it back? Has that been, ever happened? Oh, they... absolutely. Okay. They're, they're, I, we were doing some studying. We found a case that was like 80 years old that they brought back. Really? That was on the show. So the Supreme Court can do anything they want. You, know, mm -hmm. you can challenge them, but what court would you challenge them in, right? right? But they're under Rule 11. We understand Rule 11 of their court. It's right there. If they, if they shelf something because the timing isn't right, they can bring it back at another time. And so Rollins' case is still there on the shelf. It was denied a hearing a second time, so it's not active, but it could be brought forward and they could completely adjudicate. They could take the complaint, completely adjudicate the whole complaint in his behalf. And now we have this one raising more awareness, putting more positive pressure on the system, on the court, on the justices, showing that we the people are waking up to, to realizing that something has to be done. It's really the Achilles heel. Can you imagine? You know, shooting at the head and the arms and the chest is like, no, go for the Achilles heel. And that's what the oath is. The oath is the Achilles heel. Focus on that because that is their binding commitment that they have made. And it is binding to the Constitution. And focus on that and you'll bring down the house of destruction. Yeah. Well, that, and, and 
so now I'm going to kind of come back to the philosophical things here. So uh, obviously, if there's Supreme Court justices that know that this is captured operation with Joe Biden, as we see this puppet president and they see the open borders and they see the disasters going on, this kind of gives them two two bullets, right? <laughs> they have a loaded gun when they have two bullets, right, that they could actually uh, use. Um, yeah. And so I, I wanted to kind of do you think that that may be part of the reason why these they, they accepted these two cases at these two different times to show the executive branch to show the 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 cabal if you will or these uh, globalists that uh, they could take out this whole the whole congress or take well, out I, I know you don't like that word i'm not sure what word you said basically can re, basically replace the whole congress cancel the credentials cancel the credentials absolutely i mean they've never seen a case like this they've never accepted a rule 11 before this is the first time for them as well so but but the public support is huge too and it's growing right. and the stronger it is the more support they'll have to do something that would be critically you know amazing important yeah, yeah. so yeah so it's it's definitely another bit of ammunition yeah so there's, there's there's over 450 people watching this live right now so i'm just asking you guys and anybody that listens to the recording here um usually around 20,000 people or so when it goes up to all the 20 platforms uh, if you guys would would just do us a favor, uh, share this, like it, let's get this 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 video up in in it, and also go to loybrunson.com, l-o-y-b-r-u-s-o-n.com, and u-n-s-o-n. Uh, yeah, oh sorry, u-n-s-o-n. Yeah, and um and what and what we need you to do is you can there's a little letter that you can write, you can personalize it. It's awesome if it's handwritten. Doesn't have to be. It could be typed as well. I think you liked hadn't written the first time you're asking for, but it really doesn't matter that they have to dock it. They have to have to record every one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't have this system set up. Volunteers got it together. It just made it so easy for people. You don't have to be any age. You don't have to be, you know, you could be anyone to do it. So, but yeah. send a personal message with the form letter. You know. Yeah, Give yeah. Piece positive. It's positive. It's like friends of the court. Positive message. Right. You know. Now you've automated this completely. Give a small donation. Then you don't have to put the stamp on. You don't have to write anything out. It's extremely simple. You just give a small donation so that they can print it at because because there's costs involved. You have to you you send it to a printer. You have to print it off. You have to actually that somebody's we stuffing it. Postage is about sixty cents a letter. Yeah. Postage. Yeah. So to get those all out. So we really appreciate you doing it, Lloyd. And kind of the whole idea that uh, people are talking about. We said one dollar. Uh, you know, to to uh, you guys, uh, if everybody sends a dollar to the, to the to the effort to them, that it kind of helps pay for your cost of everything you guys have done. We really appreciate what you're doing here. I wanted to see if any backstagers had any discussions items or, or, or any questions that they had that are backstage that want to ask any questions. Would love to get that. Or if you have any questions that are on Facebook or Rumble, I usually bring guests on for a full hour, Roy, just to kind of kind of um, make sure we can really get the, the full story here. And so I just wanted to see if there's anything else that you wanted to make sure that you shared that we haven't t haven't touched on yet. Uh, if someone wants an exact copy, we printed extra copies of the petition. They're very strict about it, what they want. They want a perfect bound uh, petition with word count and specific, you know, uh, structuring. So we printed extra ones of those and it has the court stamp right on it. And so if you want a copy of that, you can actually uh, you can actually go to uh, sevendiscoveries.com, sevendiscoveries.com, and you can uh, get copies of that. And also uh, the constitutional uh, clauses that we put in the pleadings, 
uh, we've taken from my publication called The Constitution of the United States for Federal, State, and Local Officials. And this has, this highlights the clauses that have been overlooked for 200 years. For example, if you were to ask any representative to show you a clause in the Constitution that condemns socialism, specific clause, they wouldn't be able to tell you what that is unless they had my book. That's one of my claims. And there are others too. So this is saves like years of study. This shows the ammunition in the Constitution that you can use to hold your representative's feet to the fire. So I highly recommend, I printed 21,000 of these pocket-sized books. It's much more than a pocket constitution. And uh, I have about 5,000 left, so that's a great tool. All right, so, to so where did they order that? Sevendiscoveries.com? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. I think you can order it. Click on that white bar, I think, and it'll take you to the, yeah. There it is, right there. Yeah, and ah. then you can get a petition. So why yeah. is it more than Constitution? It's also got what? The... Uh, my seven discoveries, and it has Q&A in the back. So it highlights the power clauses that have been overlooked for over 200 years. Mm -hmm. If you were to look at any publication of the Constitution and look at the footnotes of the, of the seven articles, you'll see that some of the seven articles have been changed by amendments. But you won't find any of the seven articles changed by any of the first 10 amendments. In other words, you cannot find a publication that exists that shows the first 10 amendments amended anything except this book. This highlights those clauses that, that have been ignored as game-changing in the Constitution. Wow. The, the Congress defined the first 10 amendments as further declaratory and restrictive clauses to the seven articles. So in some way, they're more powerful than the seven articles. Rhode Island wouldn't even sign on to the Constitution, so this Constitution couldn't even couldn't even be ratified without those first 10 amendments. And so they fixed some serious, serious, uh, uh, what would I say, serious concerns that are in the seven articles. And so the first 10 amendments perfected the document. And you can see how it did that uh, uh, by going to sevendiscoveries.com and you can yeah. uh, send away for those. And I just noticed that seven discoveries also has a link to write the letter. Yes, right. right. Takes, so takes if you, you go to sevendiscoveries.com, you can get the pocket size Bible and you can also come right down here and hit click here to send a letter and that'll bring you right back to lawyerbrunson.com to be able to do your letter right here and send you you can yeah. send a did you sign sign your signature right here yes yeah, see look at that yeah <laughs> there's me so uh and it, i think you can put a little personal message right here right yeah you put your own personal message to the justices right so guys please do this this is one of those simple things that would take you you know a couple bucks and uh and a couple minutes right to to do they've automated this for you to make it extremely simple if you uh, uh are blessed and can can give give more um please do that this is a this is one of those things that if if, if we just have ten thousand letters go to them um it's probably going to be a little blip in their screen but if, if we get millions like you said that's they're going to have a hard time ignoring that but but, oh, yeah. but, Lo, but Lois has a question for you, Lloyd. Go, go ahead, Lois. Hi, Lloyd. Um, boy, there's so much going through my mind, and, and you are so amazing, all your knowledge and, and what you've shared with us. So thank you for coming, and thank you for your hard work. Um, my question, and I'm not even sure how to phrase this. There's a, there's a lot of information out there about the difference between constitutional law and military law. And we're hearing that military law trumps, no pun intended, the constitute the uh, the constitute not the constitutional law, but the civil um, law. Civil law. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. 
So my my I'm trying to figure out where do where does Trump's election, where does the election fraud and all that fit into this? And what would it take? Can the Supreme Court overturn this? What does it take if they can or can't? I guess if they can't, it's a, a mute point. But if they could, what would it take to get that overturned? Is it a does it go back to the states to be decertified? Well, what I would the simple way that I have it in my mind is uh, the the court could actually order the U.S. Marshal Service to deliver an order to the. Uh, to the uh, sergeant in arms. And the order would be to cancel 388 federal uh, credentials. And once they're canceled, they're no longer federal officers, okay? And then it would be up to the states, the Congress would probably have to take a pause for a few weeks for the states to get organized and send temporary uh, replacements. And this time they would realize they have to be bound by oath. And so a lot of them maybe wouldn't wanna serve, right? <laughs> and then they would have elections. So would probably have what? Three, over 300 new elections that would, that would take oh place. God. Oh my God. And so, and then so that, you know, the media is like another branch of the government. So my plan would be, you have, you have this all organized, you spend, you send special military ops to the directors of the communication commission, their office, and you let them take a break for a while, you set them aside. And then the major broadcast houses, the same thing, just like a bankruptcy uh, receivership. You know, where they'd go in and they'd say, hey, you get to take a break. And so you'd be watching CNN and uh, it'd be a long commercial break. And then it comes back and you see new faces. They could be military, they'd be military, but they'd probably be dressed in, you know, street clothes, you know, business attire where that wouldn't, you know, cause alarm. And they would just, they would just ex uh, reveal the truth in real time, saying there's nothing to worry about. There have been some problems and there's some transition taking place. And then think of the positive support that th over 300 ca new campaigns would, would give yeah. this move. Yeah. And so it could actually be a pretty smooth process. And that would be much better than a bloody civil war, a bloody revolution, right? And so, and so we, there's a term in law, and I'm not a lawyer by any means, but there's a term, it's fraud vitiates everything. Well, you could say treason uh, vitiates everything. Mm -hmm. War vitiates everything. When you have an opportunity to save the Constitution and the country, you don't look in your handbook. You have the power to do it, you do it. And uh, that's what's happening in reverse to this country. These people are seeing opportunities to destroy. And do they care? Do they give a hang about what, what they've taken an oath to support and defend? No. And so when members of Congress uh, stood up and waved the Constitution and said, I have a constitutional oath to allow this uh, these crimes to be uh, to go on non, not investigated, and they used the Constitution for that excuse, they were way out of bounds. They were not being... Yeah. Supporting defenders of the Constitution. Right. That answer your question, though. It does, and and my final statement is just this: We a lot of people need don't know the Constitution. I think that we all need to take a course. Yeah. Well, the the best course to start with is look at Article Six, the Binding Oath, and realize that they've given themselves immunity, and that's step number one. That little bit of power right there in those few seconds is probably more power than you could ever get in the normal courses, because now you can take action. But I suggest going to 7discoveries.com. I have Q&A in the back. These are questions that have never been, some of these never been published before. And then I highlight these clauses, these further declaratory and restrictive clauses that have been downplayed and ignored and misunderstood for over 200 years. So that saves a lot of time. It took me years to, to connect the dots. And so that's a great way. And I'm gonna put a course together. But this book is oh, basically good. a course in and of itself. Oh, thank you very much.
That was wonderful. That's awesome, Lloyd. Um, Elizabeth, go ahead. Elizabeth's from Australia. Yeah, hi, Loy. Um, you're doing an amazing job. I think we're a bit stuffed in Australia because um, we actually don't have a Bill of Rights. Um, well, the success yeah. here would affect, would affect you because your rights are God-given and no government, including the government of Australia, can take those away. They can violate them, but they can't strip you of them. And so that's a concept people need to understand. And uh, if we have success here, it'll affect the, affect the whole world. Oh, great. That's what I was going to ask you, because it's, there's a comment I've just said that um, if you have a Bill of Rights in such a society, people would be more likely to learn about and rely upon the rights to which they are entitled. And as a result, the government would face more pressure to uphold them. So um, yeah. it's awesome. I mean, you just got to know the, the, well, the law, and, I and guess, because we've been kept ignorant. And, and we have many more rights that are that are not in the Bill of Rights. And so that's why I don't like the term Bill of Rights that much because they're further declaratory and, strict, and restricted clauses. The whole purpose of the Constitution is not to give you rights, but it's to protect the rights you have that God gave you that are unalienable. And that means no government under heaven, no power under heaven can strip you of those rights. They can violate them. And you try, you try not to let that happen, but they cannot take them from you and they cannot give you rights. So that's an important concept to understand with the Constitution, but it's a tool, a device to protect the rights you already have that you were born with. Wow, that's amazing. Well put. That's awesome. And is it okay for us to write a letter from Australia too? It's not a absolutely, problem? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the security here affects your security. Big deal. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely is very appropriate. All right. Thank you so much, and God bless you guys. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good point, uh, Lloyd. We have 25% of our audience or is is international, so um, let's go ahead and come and jump on in, guys. And uh, I think that will will be pretty powerful as well to show. Hey. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like uh, yep. Reagan was saying, it's the last bastion of hope, right? So uh, anybody yeah. international. If we go down. Other, the world goes down. Other countries. Yes. I love it. I love it. Hey, so, so Loy, I like to always end with prayer for you. Um, we have a bunch of Christian patriots that watch this channel, right? And uh, so there's uh, thousands of that, that would like to lift you up. And so what are some specific things that Loy Brunson, you, you personally, would like a prayer about? Oh, me? Well, there's a, a scripture that I love. It is, I, the Lord, am bound when you do what I say. But when you do not what I say, you have no promise. And it's about action. He helps us as we help ourselves. So he says the truth shall make you free, but we've got to know the truth before he can help us and he will help us and is helping us to be free. So praying that the justices will have the necessary support, pray that America will, will wake up to the power in the constitution to save this incredible country, this, this constitutional republic. And uh, if you'd like to pray for my safety, my family's safety, that wouldn't hurt either. Awesome. That sounds great. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, Annette from Sweden, would you mind starting um, praying for, for Loy? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, of course. It's an honor. Hello. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Father God, we thank you that we can lift up Loy to you in Jesus' name. We ask you that you will support the, the justice in this situation, Father God. You are the supreme uh, judge, Father God, over yes. all. Mm -hmm. So we just thank you, Father God, that 
you will help in this situation so that uh, the justice will be done in this matter, Father. It's a big, big matter for the whole Constitution and everything. You know what's going on. You know the corruption. You know everything, Father. But we ask you that you will take care of all this and that your will and your plans and your ways will be done in this situation. And we also lift up uh, Lloyd to you and his family and everything in his life. We ask you to protect him. We ask you to send your born angels, the host of heaven, to fight for him in every way and his family and bless him in his where what he shall talk what he should talk about give him the wisdom knowledge understanding that he needs father in jesus name we thank you amen amen thank amen. you thank you thank you Annette. Who, who else would like to pray for loy elizabeth maybe you go, can go ahead from from uh I'll give, him, give him a couple of international prayers here first Um, Lord, Father God, Jesus, Lord, and Holy Spirit, I just thank you for this amazing family, Father God, the, the courage and the bravery that they're not intimidated by the system because you are with them. And we thank you for them, Lord, because this is going to affect the whole world, Lord. And this needs to change. The enemy has had a hold on us for just too long, as I say. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you would just shut the mouths of evil, Father God, that your truth will come forth because the family walk in the authority of you, Jesus Christ. And you cover them with the blood of Jesus and that whatever word comes out of their mouth is truth and is a weapon to the satanic forces that hold us and bind us, Lord Jesus. And you say to us, whatever we loose in heaven is loosed, is, uh, whatever we bound in heaven we, is loosed in heaven and whatever we bind on earth is, is loosed. And we just thank you, Father God, that you loose this to its full potential, that you can bring the captives to freedom, just like as Exodus and just like you parted the Red Sea, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you will part this and come down the middle of this and shoot, shoot straight to the heart of this evil issue and set us free in Jesus' name. I thank you that you protect the family, cover them with the blood of Jesus, and know that they are walking with you. And Lord, protect them because they are doing such a courageous thing, and we thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you. So I'll bring, yeah, bring them to the United States, maybe just a couple more prayers real quick. Uh, I don't know if Chris would mind praying, and then uh, I'll wrap it up, and then uh, we'll let you go, Lloyd. We just want to make sure we bless you as you as you leave. Those prayers are wonderful. Thank you. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I um, as I was listening to everything going on, um, I just feel like there has been some kind of um, witchcraft against you and your brothers. Um, some curses and um, I just feel like I need to break those off of you guys um, because the enemy definitely does not want this to go forward so um, Father I just thank you for the knowledge and the understanding and the wisdom that you have given Loy and his brothers 
Father, we just ask that you would go ahead of them, that every step that they take would be ordered of you. And Father, whatever the um, curse or um, hexes or vexes that have been put against them, Father, in the name of Jesus, we command them to be broken and we command everything that you have from the throne of heaven that is supposed to be brought to light, that it is being given through Loy and his brother's hands, Father. We ask that that just happen, that there would be no delay, that the enemy cannot touch what you have anointed, Father. And Lord, um, we just command that that be broken and go to your feet for judgment, never to be returned again and have nothing set in its place. Mm -hmm. And we thank you and praise you, Father, that you have fearfully and wonderfully made him and his brothers mm -hmm. and that you have given them the knowledge that you have for such a time as this. And we thank you and praise you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank also, you. one last thank one. You. I'll just wrap up, uh, Lloyd. Lloyd. Uh, thank you so much for Lloyd Brunson and, and all the brothers, Lord. And we just know, like, uh, just what she said there. You say, are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you've given us the power and authority in Jesus' name, the name above all names. And by the shed blood, by the blood of his blood, by the power and authority of his blood, by the power and authority of his name, the name above all names, we call any evil spirits around trying to stop this, get removed by the name of Jesus. We bind them. As uh, Elizabeth was talking, I agree with all these prayers, right? We bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world right now. We loose the angels, as, uh, as uh, Elizabeth was talking about as well, of all rankings divisions to come down and make this come to fruition, Lord. Thank you for that. Uh, we loose those angels here on heaven as in earth. And most of all, Lord, I just ask the Holy Spirit comes across Loy that you you uh, you bring him in Acts three nineteen. It talks about the, the the times of refreshing. Refresh him. Allow him to sleep all tonight. Wake up with the joy of the Lord. Give a hedge of protection around them. Not only a hedge of protection around them and their team and their extended team, but Lord, just bless their team, extended team, their family, their extended family in a mighty way. Lord, use them like they had could never ask or imagine. And we say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, Amen. Lloyd. That was wonderful. Thank you, guys. Yeah, well, thank you for taking the time to come. To, to We'd love to get an update maybe in, um, in, in a couple months uh, or so. Sure. But uh, anything else that you would like to share uh, before we roll here? Just a great big thank you. And may the Lord's blessings be upon all of you. You're on the front line. So we're in this together. It's awesome. What a great side to be on. All right, that's awesome. So, so we're gonna stay on and play a, a song that we uh, a new new worship video song. But um, we uh, so those of you who want to stay on, uh, stay on for a little bit. But we just wanted to, everyone backstage to to say goodbye to uh, Loy and thank him. Thank Thanks, you, Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. That's awesome. Peace. Yeah. What an honor to be. Shalom. Shalom. All right. Thanks, Lloyd. God bless you. Right. Um, Thank you. And we'll we'll catch you up in a couple of months. We'll, Rob, I'll be seeing uh, 107 here uh, coming up uh, here shortly as well on uh, in San in, in South Dakota for the Open the Heavens event. So we'll we'll be praying I'll for be you there. there. Too. I'll probably be there too. Oh, you'll be there. All right. We'll see you this weekend. I'll be there live. It'll be great to meet you live, Lloyd. All right. God That's bless you. Hey, we're going to move into a worship video now. It's a brand new one that our anointed um, videographer did. 
Um, I know it's not praise and prayer or word and worship night, but I just wanted to give you this, just show you this new worship video. Um, again, we like to attach everything to scripture. This is a, a, a awesome song called Greater Your Lord. But you know, what scriptures does this really point to? So if you look at great, are you Lord? Um, Psalm 96, four and five says, for great is the Lord and great to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. This is Psalms uh, 96, 4 and 5. This song talks about it's the breath in our lungs, right? It says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. This is the Lord that we serve. It says, You give life. You are love. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4, 8. The last verse we'd like to really emphasize in this song is, You bring light into the darkness. So John 1, 4, 5 says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehend it not. And we see here, I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Woof. Beautiful lyrics, beautiful scriptures. And right now, we know that the life, the breath in your lungs has come from this, this, this Lord. He gives you life. He gives you love. He's light in the darkness. How great is our Lord. You give light. You are love. You bring light. To the darkness you give hope You restore every heart that is broken And great are you, Lord It's your breath in our
light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth not. into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing Spirit, you may abound in hope. The power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 15 13. Woo! That's a brand new video. We have uh, over 25 videos now of these beautiful praise songs that have the lyrics and uh, attached to scripture. We'd love for you guys to join us every Monday and Thursday when we go through uh, praise and prayer. And then on Monday and Friday and Sundays when we do word and worship. I'd uh, love you to join this ministry. Just go to blesstheteach.com, blesstheteach.com, and uh, get your free back, backstage pass, get the free show notes, um, the free Facebook replacement called neighborhood.social. We'd love to have you on neighborhood.social. We'll put a little page up for Loy's uh, letter writing campaign as well, which will be fun to do. Um, we're going to go into a Bible study a little bit later here. Um, I'll probably play one more song just to kind of go out here. Uh, so remember go to um, blessedteach.com look at look at that go to lloydbrunson.com or sevendiscoveries.com uh, to get your constitutional book as well as write the letter again just two minutes and two dollars is all you need to do it it would be beautiful or you can write your own uh, for with no money at all we just need to get these letters to the supreme court we appreciate you guys doing that so we're gonna we're gonna move out with one last song this is the, the last one she did before this. It's uh, beautiful how she's putting these new songs together for us. So let me see if I can find this, this other song. This is, looks like I don't, yeah, there it is. This is a, a cute one. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do a Bible. I'm going to do this new one uh, called Hosanna, Praise of Rising. Um, now I'm going to do no, no Build a Boat first. This is a fun one that she just put together lately. 
Kind of a cute little short song. About Noah built a boat sitting in the sand and told everyone and said, Hey man, you've lost your mind this time. That thing ain't never gonna float. Uh, so Genesis 6.14 says, Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. So everybody thought Noah was probably crazy, right? Just like many people think we're crazy. So the second line in this verse says, of this song says, So let them call you crazy. Maybe it's true. But there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope. And the and Luke one thirty seven says just that. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with this case. You never know how God's going to use these different uh, mechanisms, right? Third line in the song says, When God opens a door, he'll lead you through. Revelation 3.8 says, I know your works. Behold. I've set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. So he's opened up these doors on, this, on, the, on these two cases. And so if God doesn't want them shut, they can't be shut. That's the beautiful part about this. Another part of this is, so take every chance you get and don't you quit. Because if you believe it's true, it starts with you. And Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Galatians 6 9. This is a cute song to just uh, talk about hey, what, a, what was happening when Noah built a boat? People gonna tell you you're crazy for dreams or something you wake up from and not pursue. When God opens a door, He'll lead you through So take that leap of faith Or you regret what you didn't do Remember Noah built a boat Sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody said Man, you've lost your mind this time That thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy Maybe it's true but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat It won't be easy And that's a cold hard fact It can spin you around, flip you upside down Leave you flat on your back and when you think you can't Just hold your head up high Until it rains for 40 days and 40 nights Remember Noah built a boat Sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody said Man, you've lost your mind this time That thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy Maybe it's true but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When no one built a boat So take every chance you get, don't you quit Cause if you believe it's true, it starts with you. Noah built a boat, 
Sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody Sitting, man, you've lost your mind This time That thing ain't never gonna flow So let them call you crazy Maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do With a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope Wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat Oh, Noah built a boat Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Hmm. There's our little draft friend. <laughs> I am going to go into the last song just to, to wrap up and then we'll, we'll call it quits. Um, but I just want to invite you to this praise and prayer and uh, word and worship that we do four nights a week. It's kind of a little taste of it. This is another song that she just did last week another new song it's about hosanna not many people understand the, the word hosanna in the old testament kind of meant lord i beg you please save us and then it moved during the during the when it went from hebrew to greek and it made it was more like lord thank you for saving us thank you for sending us jesus right hosanna hosanna the highest and that first verse says hosanna hosanna eyes hearts and hopes are turning to you we long for you and back in Matthew, and the crowds were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is obviously on Palm Sunday. We, the second verse we talk about in this song is, We find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Ephesians 3.16 says, According to his riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being third verse that we talk about in the song and want to emphasize says you are the God who saves us worthy of all our praises it's important to praise him during this time he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead that's 1 Peter 1 3 this is a God who saves us Hosanna praise is rising praise rising eyes are turning to you we turn to you hope is stirring hearts are yearning for you we long for When we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Washed away, Hosanna.
A couple of our newer songs. Um, hope you enjoyed that impromptu uh, praise and prayer. We're going to move into a little bit of training for anybody that has any questions about the ministry or about the neighborhood.social, which is a Facebook replacement and the groups that we're forming there so you don't have to be isolated. I ask everybody that's out there, listen to my voice, don't be isolated. Come to neighborhood.social, look at the groups, and you can find all these Zoom support groups that are people are praying for each other. And uh, just getting ready to help pray for others in the great harvest. It's beautiful. And um, again, that's all part of the Blessed Teach ministry. Go to blessedteach.com. You'll find links to the, to the neighborhood. Get the free show notes. Get the free uh, backstage pass now. We'd love to have you a uh, part of this ministry. Um, with that, we're going to do a little bit of training on that as well as a Bible study. So um, with that, if it, the backstagers wouldn't mind... Uh, Unmute and saying goodbye, and we'll see everybody backstage. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Love you all. Good night. 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 Faith, not fear. Faith, not sight. Talk to you soon.